When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Michigan fans? It's Clayton Safey here with the Wolverine.com, here with five takeaways from Michigan's 31 to 7 win over Rutgers to open the Big Ten season. Make sure to like this video if you hope Michigan wins a third straight Big Ten championship. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and head to the Wolverine.com for all of your Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting coverage. One dollar gets you an entire month of premium access, your first month for just a dollar. So get on our message board, get all of our content over at the Wolverine.com. All right, let's hop into it. And we kind of have to start with the biggest play of the game. Mikey Sainer still comes up with a 71 yard pick six. And it was just an absolutely pivotal moment in this game. Rutgers is for, uh, faced with fourth and two on the Michigan 27 yard line down 17 to seven. Greg Schiano decides to go for it. Instead of kicking a field goal and making it a one-score game, they throw a screen pass over to the left. Will Johnson's right there. Junior Colson's flowing over. Mike Sainer still comes in. Deflected ball is able to grab it. Junior Colson goes flipping over the top of him and slamming down to the turf. But Mike Sainer still, for a second, was the only guy in the building that knew he had the ball. He's racing the other way. He gets a couple blocks. Kenneth Grant, credit to him for getting way down the field uh, and blocking and he goes all the way, the former wide receiver, for the touchdown. Suddenly, it's 24-7, to and that was basically ballgame. It was late third quarter. Michigan had chewed eight minutes off the clock in its first possession of the third quarter, and that was about all she wrote. So Mikey Sainer still, who was responsible in part for the big play, the 69-yard touchdown on the third play from scrimmage, which allowed Rutgers to go up 7 to nothing. That was his guy. Rod Moore also whiffs on a tackle there, but he makes up for it more than makes up for it with a pick six. Um, and he's has two interceptions on the year. Now he continues to play really, really well, did some other good things in this game. And, and we'll talk more about the defense here with takeaway number two. And that's just how this defense responded after that first play, 69 yards, a slant over the middle on third down, they were about to get off the field and force a three and out, but you have those lapses. Like we talked about with Rod Moore and Mikey Sanders still, and then, they respond by really shutting Rutgers down for the rest of the game, minus a few plays here and there. The defense held Rutgers to only 188 yards after that first play. I thought the run wall, as Jim Harbaugh calls it, was fantastic. Uh, they only allow 77 yards rushing on 23 attempts. And if you remember, Rutgers coming into this game was running the ball extremely well against worse opponents, but still some okay competition in the grand scheme of things, maybe compared to Michigan's schedule as well. Kyle Minage, uh, their running back, was the reigning Big Ten play, Offensive Player of the Week. He shut down to just 27 yards on 11 carries, two and a half yards per carry. Michigan does a great job there. You know, they made Gavin Wimsat uncomfortable, more so that they put him in positions where he had to throw the football. He was 11 for 21 for 180 yards, one touchdown, and the one interception, as we talked about. But they were putting him in a lot of third-down situations. Uh, after stopping the run game. I didn't think Michigan got enough pressure on Rutgers, um, and that's something that they need to do a better job of. Second game this year, 
with no sacks for the Wolverines. They did pressure him, according to Pro Football Focus, on eight of his 23 dropbacks. That's 34.8%. Not a terrible number, but when you watch the game, it, it just didn't feel like there was enough heat on him. Uh, and and that's something that they they continue to you know need to improve on. Jesse Minter has talked about it. They don't want to have to bring extra guys a lot of the time. And they've had to do that early on this season, or at least they have done that early on this year. And I think he knows at this point they they kind of need to maybe when they're playing some better competition. But we'll see how that improves for the Wolverines. But no sacks. You know, sometimes sacks are overrated. It's also not meaningless either. It's not a meaningless stat um, that, you know, they're important to get. So uh, something to watch going forward. But Michigan's defense really stepped up after allowing the big play early on. Third takeaway is the offensive performance still leaving some meat on the bone. I mean, they fizzled out on a couple drives. They went three and out to start the game, and you have to credit the offense for bouncing back from that. They then go on and, and have a 94-yard scoring drive, showing a lot of creativity, a fake reverse flea flicker to a wide-open Colston Loveland. Blake Corum punches it in on the next play. J.J. McCarthy, who we'll talk about in a second, you know, did a good job leading that drive. Donovan Edwards had a big play through the air on that one, and, and Blake Corum continues to be very, very good. Michigan hits 200 yards rushing for the first time this year, 201 in this game. They had 214 passing for a total of 415 yards. Blake Corum, 21 carries, 97 yards. The two touchdowns, and man, where would they be without Blake Corum if he hadn't come back last year? I know other guys would have stepped up. The, the configuration of this offense would have been a little bit different, but Blake Corum has been so, so key for the Wolverines early on this season. Um, you know, 4.6 yards per carry for him, but he was he was better than what that number shows. And sometimes it's going to be like that. Jim Harbaugh called this a meat grinder of a game. Jack Harbaugh in the back of the press conference room was saying the same thing, and they said Bo Schembechler would have been proud of the way Michigan won against a team that wants to play physical, wants to play similar to Michigan. And the Wolverines uh, did a good job with 40 carries, 201 yards, averaging five yards per attempt, five and a half if you adjust for sacks. They had a couple of those, a second and third allowed for the Wolverines this season, which you got to clean up as well. So meat on the bone, a couple field goal attempts, like we said, fizzling out after getting past midfield. But they did score on, let's see, they, they at least attempt a field goal in coming off a game where you had three interceptions, four total turnovers. You at least attempt a field goal or score a touchdown uh, on five straight possessions. The last possession you uh, and by running out the clock there, but the, the first one with a punt. So still all in all pretty solid, but it was nice that the defense helped out with the pick six and, and not many possessions in this game, not many plays in this game. You're seeing with the clock rule seems to be more and more uh, of a, you know, really of a theme here in college football. Have to touch on the offensive line as well. They did a little bit of a rotation at tackle as expected. They started with the same guys, Carson Barnhart on the left side, Miles Hinton on the right side. Then they brought in Ladarius Henderson at left tackle, moved Barnhart over to the right tackle. They then put the initial five back out there. And then they ended the game with Ladarius Henderson on the left, Miles, or uh, excuse me, Carson Barnhart on the right, Miles Hinton out of the game. I thought he struggled a little bit, especially in pass protection. He was responsible for a third down sack allowed, where then Michigan had to attempt a field goal. They get the delay game, which you know was questionable. Looked like there was still a second left on the play clock. And then uh, James Turner misses the field goal after the uh, after getting backed up five yards due to the delay game. So not all on Miles Hinton right there, but it's crucial when you're allowing sacks on, on third downs there. So they're still shuffling with that offensive line. Jim Harbaugh did not really want to touch on that much 
after the game, and we'll talk about how happy he was with his team's win in just a second, but have to mention that with the offensive line. Takeaway number four, J.J. McCarthy does have a bounce-back game. I mean, I thought J.J. started a little bit slow, and as we talked about with the offense going three and out on the first drive, but he, all in all, 15-21 through the air, 214 yards, one touchdown on a slot fade to Samaj Morgan, and shout-out to Samaj Morgan for the play he made, the adjustment he made on the ball. He also had a 12-yard catch and run early on in the game, so that freshman uh, really stepping up for Michigan, but what I really wanted to talk about with JJ is the element he adds with his legs when they give him some of those options to pull the ball on design runs, to scramble a little bit. He had seven carries for 51 yards. That's the third most amount of yards he's had in a game during his career, uh, trailing Penn State last year and uh, TCU in the Fiesta Bowl on New Year's Eve. But he averages 7.3 yards per carry. And Blake Corum said, man, my job in those situations is to to get tackled Make sure you try to clog up the defense. And they're already all gunning for him or Donovan Edwards or Kalel Mullings or whoever it is on those plays, especially Blake Corum. And J.J. is able to run free. We saw him rush for four first downs in this game. We, we saw him pick up a fourth and one early on in the third quarter when Michigan rolls the dice on its own side of the, the 50. Jim Harbaugh wants to keep the momentum going. J.J. pulls it for nine yards, gets out of bounds, which was good as well. And then a third and five later on that quarter where J.J. picks up with uh, with getting just enough for the first down. So that's an element we're probably going to see of, uh, you know, J.J. McCarthy's game a little bit more when the games get tougher, when they get tighter. And I think that's a big benefit for the Michigan football offense as another element. Takeaway number five, finally, Jim Harbaugh makes his return after his three-game university-imposed suspension. And I recommend to anybody to go to Michigan football social media, watch the post-game locker room. They sing the victors and how fired up Jim Harbaugh was about this win. He said he really wanted this win, but he felt like his assistant coaches, the staff, and the players wanted it even more. And they talked about it. There was going to be more juice this week with Jim Harbaugh back. The, the guys could kind of feel that during practice throughout the week. And then we saw it in the game and after the game with how happy these guys were. But Jim Harbaugh you know, said he, he was not where he was supposed to be the first three weeks. He was watching one game on a laptop. He was watching the other game at Sharon Moore's house. He watched one game after mowing the front yard in, uh, and then mowing the backyard after the game at his own house. He went to McDonald's at halftime. That's just not where Jim Harbaugh is supposed to be on game day. It was everybody back in their places. And, you know, I thought there, there are obviously a couple game management things that you could go through. But all in all, you know, pretty smooth for Michigan. And to just have your general back. Now you're going on the road for two games. I thought was really, really big for this Michigan team. And you could just tell how much fun he had in this game. And as Blake Corum said, cool guy Jim is going to have a, a great rest of the day. He said that on Saturday. And Jim Harbaugh said, hey, I only have six hours to enjoy this. Then we move on to Nebraska. We're sitting here on Sunday morning. So they have already moved on to the Cornhuskers in two straight road games at Nebraska, at Minnesota. For coverage of both of those games and everything in between and everything on Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting, head to the Wolverine.com. $1 for your first month of premium access over there. Like this video if you're excited about Michigan's victory and path ahead as they try to defend their Big Ten championship. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we'll see everyone next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.